0: A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little way rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Plus. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. If it's Monday, it is Meister class. Usually with this short-form podcast, I try to underscore something important about Martin's world or medieval history. I won't blame you if you skip this entirely. I will say, however, that I spent more time on researching this Meister class than I have any other. All right, without further ado, here is me wasting your time. This is irregular. Uh, yes, well, I suppose that life is irregular. When we were coming up with categories for our House of the Dragon Fantasy League, friend of the podcast, Ray, suggested, How about we give points when a character smiles on screen? I rejected this out of hand. Sorry, Ray, because I thought there are too many variations of a smile. Like, who's going to be the judge of whether it was a smile or a Damon Targaryen smirk? So, anyway, I walked away from that conversation, didn't think. A second more of it. Till about a month later, I was reading a book by psychologist Lisa Feldman Barrett. And this quote from Dr. Barrett caught my attention. I think it might catch yours as well. Smiling was an invention of the Middle Ages and broad toothy mouth smiles became popular only in the 18th century as dentistry became more accessible and affordable. What? You're telling me that Antony and Cleopatra never smiled knowingly at each other? That when the teenagers who made fun of the prophet Elisha's bald head, they didn't grin a bit when they were belittling the old guy? Hard to imagine, but Dr. Barrett would have us believe that smiling like this did not happen, just didn't happen, before the Middle Ages. In fact, she says that there is no word in Ancient Greek or Old Latin for the word smile. Anyway, I found this fascinating, and I decided to go down a deep rabbit hole, researching the history of smiling, and yes, it did take me several hours when I should have been doing other things. So, I think that we should acknowledge right away that Dr. Barrett is a psychologist and a neuroscientist. She is not a historian. But, there are a few things about her claim that gave me pause. I immediately thought, you know what, I'm going to do a search. I'm going to search the entire Hebrew Bible for the word smile. Only three times. (laughs) Only three times. And... When you look closer, that word could easily be translated as cheer or cheerful. Smile would not be the primary denotative value of the word used. Then I go to Martin's text and I do a search for all the times he uses the word smile in the Song of Ice and Fire corpus 1,181 times. This, I think, points to a key distinction between ancient authors and modern authors. A modern author like George R. R. Martin will refer to smiles, or people smiling, quite often. Ancient authors, not all that interested. Now, this of course does not prove what Dr. Barrett's claim purports. It doesn't prove that people just didn't smile before the Middle Ages. But it is something that I would not have considered before her claim. So then I thought, all right, let's see if I can verify her claim. She says that the word simply does not exist in Latin or Greek. I've studied a little bit of Latin. I've still got my old Latin textbooks. I've studied a lot of Greek. So I thought the first way to approach this is as a philologist. I thought, I can verify this claim. Is there a word in Latin for the word smile? And the answer is, yeah, of course there is. Rissus or risio. Then... I looked a little bit more closely. And I saw that that is the word for laughter almost always. And sometimes translators will translate it as smile. But then you have to ask yourself the question, are we just projecting a modern category onto an ancient reality? Maybe we shouldn't be translating this word as smile. Same with Greek. Of course, there is a word for smile. In fact, there's a Greek god of laughter, Galos. And again, we run into the trouble. Should we be translating this as laughter or smile? Surely the categories overlap, but do they really not have a word for grinning that doesn't include laughing? What the heck? Did these people only grin when they were laughing? So I finally found my answer in the Iliad. But before I say that, I want to mention that I found out a few other things about smiling that I would have never known otherwise. Did you know that there are 18 different ways one can smile? Do a search for Ekman's 18 different smiles. Interestingly enough, of the 18, only six of the possible human smiles can be construed as a positive expression. Also, I thought it was interesting that the broad-faced, toothy smile with wrinkles around the eyes, has a name. It's called the Duchesne smile. And it could be that Dr. Barrett is basically saying that that smile, the big toothy grin, that is a thing that didn't exist in the ancient period. I don't know. If that's what she was saying, she could have said it more clearly. But it did get me looking at art history. The first indication of a portrait smiling is around the 1400s. And with these, we do not get the big toothy grin. But that's probably because people are sitting for these portraits and you don't want to hold that face for hours on end. You start to look like a crazy person. I also learned that in ancient Egyptian reliefs, where you have the carving of faces, there is the upturned lips providing a little bit of a grin. And other people have said, yeah, maybe that's just a look of superiority. Maybe that doesn't indicate a warm smile in the way that we think about smiling. Eh, eh, shaky ground. Here is what I think is the definitive evidence that Dr. Barrett is incorrect, and that I found in the Iliad. Homer writes of smiling several times, two of which are called out as smiling silently, which means that there's no laughter involved. One is by a soldier who's grinning silently, and the other one is by Hector who's looking at his son grinning silently. So even though there may not be a word dedicated to smiling without laughing in Greek, to say that smiling is an invention of the Middle Ages I think is just incorrect. What we could say with a fair degree of confidence is that smiling can mean a variety of things and it probably does mean different things to different cultures. In Martin's world, I do think that this is one of the ways that he projects the modern sensibility All right, if you think that this has been a colossal waste of time, we might, we just might, have that in common.